Ready to go, ready to go. Testing, one, two, three, testing. All right, cool. Another week, another day. What's going on, man? Not much. Chilling, relaxing, life. Everything's going the same for a while now. I like like when it changes up. Hmm. Like once in a while. Like once in a while, a bump. A good bump, not not like a negative bump. Once in a while, a nice little bump, changing routine doesn't really hurt for me. Mm. Uh, it's pretty cool that way. It's awesome, you know, just a lot going on this week. But, um, yeah, we're trying to get through it, shit. Trying to, trying to keep the business, business is flowing, so trying to get this money, trying to get these bags, trying to figure out what's going on. I've been talking to mom about some business stuff, so... Hmm. Trying to get that going as well too. So, a lot of work behind the scenes. Trying to get this going. Shit. Not nothing else interesting happen. Just nope. Sticking to sticking to the game plan, huh? Yep. You you going? Uh, you you thought you said you were going back to school and, and whatnot. Like mm. you, you figure out like when and what you uh, to get your master's in. Mm, not really. Still haven't decided yet, but I know I have till January, so. Oh, you got till January? Yeah. Cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, a lot of people I know are going back to school. Either they're going back, you know, to go finish up degrees that they didn't finish, or, or like, they go on the path they're going, getting a master's, you know, keep, keep getting their education up. So, that's pretty cool. I have considered it too at one point, and I just remembered like rapidly. I'm like, oh yeah, school's not for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I have that. I have that constant conversation. I actually had that conversation yesterday with uh, my nephew. He's in college at your uh, at your school right now too. So he drives up there every day, and he's like, man, eh. he has you know he has his goals. He knows what he's trying to do. So. There's always that and whatnot <clears throat> going on. Damn, the weather's not really helping right now. Energy a little bit low. Excuse me, folks. But um, who's first in your uh, important persons list in your life? Like who? Who? Who's, besides yourself, obviously, because you know you're you're number one. But who would hit that that primary? It'd probably just be mom right after. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, somebody asked me that the other day, and they thought they thought it would be interesting to kind of play devil's advocate. They're like, well, if it, if, it, if it ain't your mom, who would it be? I'm like, I mean, I can't really think of anybody else. Grandma, you know what I'm saying? Like, not even my grandmother, because I'm not even close to my grandma like that. Mm. My only living grandmother is on my dad's side, who I mm. don't have a relationship with, who I don't really know like that. And she barely calls me, and she expects me to do all the calls and whatnot. And I barely have time for that. So, right. there's all, so every time our conversation happens, it's that same conversation, and that's the conversation she's trying to bring up. But I'm trying to. 
just move on. Like, I really don't got time to sit there and try to rehash the same thing, especially when it's not. Nothing's really being solved about it. But um, besides friend groups and, you know, the inner circle, who fits where and whatnot, like, I already know who who is by order. But if I had to think off the top of my head, like you said, mom. So I'm like, yeah, like, mom dukes or whatever. And they try to, in, in their weird way, try to convince me otherwise. I'm like, well, if it ain't going to be her, then I can't really fucking think of anybody else of that effortlessly of thinking. <laughs> like, I would have to really think of this list that you are trying to have me, com- you know, set up right now at this very moment. That has no relevance. But, hey, cool. So... Found myself in that situation. I was like, "Yo, let me let me ask you. Let me ask you. See, see what you say. Come on the list. So, there's that. But um, with that being said, folks, welcome back to another episode of Guys Corner, uh, hosted by yours truly, Damn NFL and Ty, uh, where we talk about relationships, current events, and everything in between. Uh, so we're gonna start with current events before we get into the nitty gritty. Um. In Kanye news today, <laughs> Kanye is always further in the conversation. But I watched before they took down because they recently took down the Drink Champs episode uh, for good reason. Uh, you know, Kanye is on this uh, path right now where everybody is disassociating themselves with him, and Balenciaga is the next person on that cut list right now. They cut ties immediately. Adidas still got him under review. I don't know why, but pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's because they value him a lot more than the other companies in a, in a in a very small way. So it's not as easy for them to just be like, fuck you, cut ties. I'm pretty sure there's a bigger situation with that. But as far as Balenciaga... Um, JP Morgan, like, um, there's a other, there's a lot of other groups, uh, celebrities, uh, disowning this dude, um, uh, as he keep going down this path. One thing I noticed with Kanye, especially after watching that interview and seeing things that are happening after that interview is we keep forgetting, like, his execution is trash, but his point in some degree still is a point. It's still somewhat a valid point. Well, some of the things he's saying. Uh, you know, obviously the White Lives Matter, that's that's not some shit. Or, you know, what are you talking about? The, the Jewish. But let's talk to the black community real quick. Folks, we know Kanye is a nut job right now. We know there's a mental issue at the moment, but... This is what we end up doing to our quote-unquote black leaders and folks that we look up to. We check them, hold them accountable, blackball them or disassociate ourselves with them. But we never do that to the whites. We don't do that to the politicians. We don't do that to anybody else. That's not in our community. 
We we don't hold them accountable. We just oh, okay, they well it is what it is. Like Trump doing his thing, you know, all right, cool, like, fuck it. Like you know, we we don't do that. And I think that's one of the points that he's bringing up. With uh, correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm saying this wrong, anti-Semitics, anti-Semitic, yeah, Semitic uh, remarks and stuff like that. And we're not we're not doing that to the other groups. And I think that's something, that's probably one thing that I could say, I'm like, eh, I, I agree with dude in that sense, because we, we don't. Well, they came at, they came at Nori so hard for that interview. They came at him, I think really harshly, but he also knew what the fuck he got himself into. So he quickly understood like, oh shit, like we, we can't do that. We can't. Praise this dude, and we can't have this. Let you know, let this dude come on our platform and just do whatever. So, he's, you know, he's he's doing you know damage control in that type of sense. But it's like, yo, we don't, we don't do that for the Trumps of the world. We don't check the, the you know, uh, what's it, what's it, I don't know why I'm going blank real quick. Um, uh, Carol uh, Owens or no, what's her name again? The the black girl that I was wearing oh, the white Candace, last yeah Candace, Candace yeah there you go Candace Owens we don't we don't come after them we don't even we don't even go after the the motherfuckers that are fucking up you know the country and we don't talk about sex trafficking as often we as we should and you know all these child molesters and stuff like that the Jeffrey Dahmer's of the world like we we don't really yo they're saying it but we had we we quick we quick to talk about the blacks and what they're doing and what they're not doing and we gotta hold them accountable and 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 uh talking to my nephew yesterday about like he brought up uh because you know we've been out the high school game for like well me it's it's been a decade you're almost at a decade or so for for high school for high school, yeah, like yeah, no, it's been a decade. Yeah, oh, so 2012 yeah, is so when I graduated. Yeah, yeah. definitely, it's been a decade. So it's like there's a lot of things that change in high school. I didn't know that they had like a gay pride day and or month in the schools. Like they 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 praise those days and whatnot, and and they also are belittling some of the other days, like Black History Month. Um, at, at my stepsister's school, like they combine Black History Month and uh, Caribbean, like Caribbean, uh, I forgot what it's called. Uh, yeah, Carnival Day mm. together instead of separating those two because those are obviously two fucking different things. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they combine those. But all oh, the gays, they get their days, and and I'm and I'm telling my, I'm sitting there telling my nephew, I'm like, look, like um. Them fucking communities got their shit together. Like they, they, they know when to chop somebody's head when they being misled or used in a disrespectful manner. We not doing that. We come at each other first, and then expect that everything come out. Like it, it takes something as as fucked up as a George Floyd situation hmm. for us to be like, all right, we gotta come together. And even then, that's still a struggle to get. All the blacks together because if you said free before eleven, oh everybody band together like oh let's go to the club like we get there early enough we getting free but something as serious as a George Floyd killing you know an Emmett Till 
killing, you know, situation, it's like a struggle. Like, why why do I gotta pull your teeth to to pull this fucking person's car? Why mm-hmm. why I gotta be all that? And I, I think we should just start holding each other a lot more, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. to, to that to that bar. So that's the only thing I agree with when it comes to Kanye acting up in his shit and he talks about that in his moment of clarity versus all the other moments where he's not uh, clear and whatnot. Uh, did you get a chance to check out the the Drink Champs or like pieces of the interview before it got taken down? I did not. I wasn't aware that he had did another Drink Champs episode. I was like literally listening to it in front of you last week, bro. Oh, that what you were like? <laughs> yes. And you be doing your own thing, I be doing my own thing. Listen. Shit. You know it's all work over here. Shit. But um yeah, he did a drink he did another one. So he's been on there like three times. This third time is when he's you know, his all his recent stuff and whatnot. Do you think the black community needs to hold every everybody, not just blacks, everybody up to the same, you know, accountability level. Yes and no, because they they do a really good job when people who aren't supposed to be using like, you know, the N word or things like that, uh, they, they do a pretty good job at like tearing those people down, like immediately holding them accountable for stuff. The same way, like when Nick Cannon was saying things about uh, people of the Jewish faith, faith um, or culture, uh, you know, he got he got reprimanded pretty fast. Same thing, like if you say the N word. You know, you're losing this, that, and the third because the right people are making sure that you're losing this, that, and the third. So I don't know if I, if I can say they need to do a better job of keeping people accountable because I definitely do understand where he's coming from, but that's it's less of keeping people accountable and more of like self-reflection on what we value as a community. Hmm. That Nick Cannon situation... Hmm. We didn't really I the the black community, yeah, we, we said a thing here and here and there, but we weren't the ones that really condemned them. The Jews shut that shit down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're the ones that fucking cause you know, they they run the networks, they run the, the mm-hmm. T V stations, they run they're the ones cutting his checks. Mm-hmm. So they're like, Oh word, cut off. You know, we need to be able to for you know, as a black community be if not financially, but publicly, like, mm-hmm. oh, word, that's what Nick Cannon doing? We ain't buying Nick Cannon shit no more. Let, let's hold that off for a minute. You know what I'm saying? Let, let's, or, you know, some other way, but a, a way to actually stamp because, the you know, like I mentioned, the other communities, the gay community, the, you know, the Jews and the whites, they, they them fucking Karens, they move in a different way. It's not really the same in the sense of when you're talking about a gay community, there's so much to that because it's not just it's like not under all one umbrella especially considering that anybody can be gay right you know what i mean so it's like any race creed color could be uh can be gay and that's like strength in numbers in that sense that they don't you know discriminate but when you talk about a culture there's a lot that needs to go into it the reason that the jewish people or the jewish culture was able to take action against the can, can so swiftly is because they have that money that tight knit 
And that's the idea behind if one Jewish person makes money, then they all make money, you know? And that's just something, again, self-reflection within the community of black people itself that needs to happen in order to create that strong foundation to take those strides that you're talking about. Yeah, uh, and I'm talking about more of the unity sense, not, you know, the, the sense of the communities and how they move for their causes. I'm just talking about the unity, like how they shut shit down when shit, they feel uh, some type of way when it comes to somebody or something, you know, mm. affecting how they they move amongst, you know, their people. And all. That's, that's the type of sense I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I understand. I understand. Like, I... I I understand that completely. We financially need to get to a place, which brings me to my next point. With we talked about the, we didn't go into too much detail, but we talked about how um, Jay Z wants to start a rap union, mm-hmm. and right now the big fight is: hey, every rapper should put a certain percentage. How how effective do you think that's going to be as far as rappers? putting a certain percentage of their money into that so people could, you know, have that assistance when they need it, you know. Because unions, that, that's what they do. They, they help you out when you're in, like, right. you know, shitty situations. Um, I'm not really sure because... I've never heard of like I'm not I'm not 100% sure on what a union does or you know I know that they protect your rights when somebody's trying to do something against you and if that's the case then you know I guess it would protect newer rappers coming out from from contracts. you know contracts yeah. and things of that nature but it's like is it a big enough of an industry to where you can where to where you can like you know make that decent amount of money back like who are these are because it's such a like you can name a bunch of artists on your hands but how much money are they really making to where it would be profitable to make a, a rap union well you're talking about the people donating yeah the people that Cause, are donating because when you're don't when you're donating to a union like mm-hmm. um um when i was working security i I had the option to donate a certain percentage to the union. Mm-hmm. So just in case if I'm unjustifiably mm-hmm. fired, they could fight for it. There ain't no fucking return rate on that shit. No, but that's I'm not I'm not asking that. I was asking how many but a union I, I get it, right. it makes sense because yeah. everybody needs a job, everybody needs to work. Mm-hmm. It, there's a lot of people that are in the majority when it comes to a union. I can see how you can make your money back even if not everybody is donating in. There's only a handful of rappers. Right. And there's even fewer that are making a decent amount of money to be able to donate in. Yeah, but I don't the, see the profitability of it, right. is what I'm saying. Um, if, this, if, if they were to do this successfully, I don't think you should look at this one thing as something profitable. Mm-hmm. It will be profitable to the people it helps. Because not only the rap union would be for rappers, it's also for... Everybody in music, people, songwriters who are getting screwed over for for percentages and splits, um, uh, publishing rights, you know what I'm saying, and um, all, all those things under that umbrella. That's who is supposed to help. So you're telling me you can't donate two three percent of income, which yeah, it's a lot depending on what you're doing, and. That I think that would be the better conversation to have. Like, all right, am I donating 
a year or am I doing every time I, I cut a check? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I think that's where the conversation should be. But I don't think this should be definitely looked looked at as uh, a profitable thing if you're donating. Because you want to set up the next generation so they don't have to go through the bullshit that the current generation or the old, you know the previous generation has been dealing with. And I, I think we need to stop... Looking at stuff like that, hmm. we we gotta stop looking at stuff like that. As oh, how am I gonna come up? What am I getting out of it? You know what I'm saying? If hmm. this is gonna help the bigger cause, although like don't get me wrong, like I'm 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 also that dude that's like, hey, like we gotta get a certain, you know, how much how much how much get this turnaround money? You know what I'm saying? If I'm gonna invest, what's that looking like for me? You know what hmm. I'm saying? I I get that as well, but. For this particular thing, because we hear this a lot in the industry, people getting fucked over for deals and stuff like that. We, and especially the ones who don't have the education, this is something we really want to. I think this is something we should back. I think this is something we should definitely focus upon and, and really try to 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 just not look for the profit in it. But this is something we should just help so we could. Hey, look, I gotta give like three percent a year. That's fine. But that's another conversation, you know, that, that whole money situation, like, hey, how much I should be giving? Is that every check thing? I think I think it's really cool that Jay-Z is trying to do something like that. He also departed ways with um, Doucet recently, hmm. <laughs> which brings me to, uh, you know, another topic coming up, like the whole thing about money and people getting fucked over, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much money he found out that. He not even getting from Duce, and Duce is not profiting as much as it should be because even after rappers are like promoting it and music and you know mm-hmm. shows like Drink Chances promoting it and stuff like that, and he's like, "What the fuck? Like, why am I, why am I shit not profiting?" So now you know you with the business hat on. Now you're looking at numbers. Now you're like, "What the fuck? Like, where's my money going? What? What? Why is this not? You know." Getting greater. Why is this not looking a certain way? And that's understandable. Um, Tyler Perry, he uh, recently, uh, well, not recently, but a long time ago, he he fired his whole accounting team because he found out that them niggas, them niggas was still like over $9 million. Hmm. And that was $9 million he could have been getting back in taxes, and them niggas are still in that shit. So it's mm-hmm. like, even as a person... Even as a person at my level right now, it's like, what the fuck? Like, you still money for me. What about when? What about when? Um, I'm making millions of dollars a year. Like, you know, like, and you're stealing money on that level. Like, that make you want to kill somebody. Like, it's like, hey, yo, like, my, I, I can't even trust the people that's supposed to manage the money. Like, I have to keep. I'm, I'm hiring you to make my life a lot easier as far as certain things go. I shouldn't have to be looking at my bank account every day mm-hmm. <laughs> like to make sure, hey, you know, it's not a negative or I'm not missing two million here. Don't think because I got a lot of money I'm not, you know, caring about a million missing here or two million, you know, missing there. It's like, hell no, like I'm 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 crunching these numbers in. I'm I'm I hired you to make sure I don't have to do that shit. And you're the very person that's like, he ain't going to miss that. Mm. <laughs> he ain't going to go about that. So 
what what do you think should be not should be but what would you recommend to somebody that is making a certain amount of money like what what should they do should they always keep doing the constant look over the head cuz it's a headache like then why am i doing this why am i hiring 20 fucking people to do a job that that apparently I have to keep on, you know, looking up right. at. Um, I wouldn't say you would have to constantly check. I think it's like an end of the year check to see how much money I made to make sure that the math is mathing up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then also have somebody who isn't a part of that group just double checking to make sure. It's just like, well, wait. just Because it's good to have multiple accountants and then just to have an accountant that isn't like a part of, you know what I mean? Right. So have, it, it's like, it seems like people have multiple accountants. Why not have one accountant that is just like not a part of that core group of accountants that are working together right? and then just have them go over it because that's what they do. Or you could just learn the process one time and then you'll understand where money's going and how it works. And then you'll have a ballpark estimate of when things go right or when things go wrong. Definitely, yeah. Um Yeah, that sounds like a that sounds like a plan, you know. But to the wrong person, you know, that's a headache. I, now I gotta run my shit. I'm already protective of my brand and my business already. Now you telling me, yo, T. Now you telling me I gotta fucking hire another motherfucker who's not in in the circle to make sure to check the numbers, and I gotta check my shit too. Is but hey, like. Unfortunately, this is, this is, I don't want to say this is the game, but this is the the situation. I'm pretty sure Mon got like a couple of people that, you know, besides herself, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure she don't mind doing it herself, but you know, like she got a couple of people outside. Hey, look, I just ran these numbers. I need you to double check. Let's see if both our numbers, you know, match up and, and see, you know, if I'm being shorted here somewhere. Um... Fat Joe recently was on The Breakfast Club talking about how he was like, I I think a good $10 million in debt to the IRS because he thought his account was handling all his shit. He's making X amount of money. He knows he's making X amount of money, giving it to the accountant because the accountant was also paying all his bills. He's like, all right, paying the bills, boom, boom. And then one day he's checking all his shit. He's like, let me go check. It's been a minute. And... He realized, like, oh shit, I'm missing ten mil. Wait, the IRS is saying I owe them ten mil. Mm-hmm. I'm not just missing ten mil. I owe somebody else some money, you know, for the same amount that I'm missing. So now he does this system where he's every. Um, I think I don't think he's checking every day, even though he said that he's like, oh, I'm checking every day. I'm checking the statements. It's a little bit. He's like he's saying like it's a little uncomfortable because. He's looking at what his wife and his kids are spending, you know, a day. And he's like, yo, just looking at those numbers alone, that shit's like a heart attack. Because he's like, yo, them, them fucking, them girls are like, frugal. Like, <laughs> they just, they out here just spending money. And it's like, ooh, you know? So, um, I think that's just the, the, the unfortunate thing that we all got to do because somebody's always going to look at your plate and just be like, well, I want to eat there too. Even if they don't improve, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try to sneak a couple of crumbs, a couple of pieces off the plate. 
And you always got to constantly just keep making sure, keep making it sure. And it just how it is, just people really just not trustworthy at times and shit. So there's that. Uh, we haven't talked about Travis Scott in a minute. So they just they 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 came to a settlement. So he paid all them families out. What do you think this means for Travis now? Everybody got paid. Is it safe to come back out? <laughs> um. Yeah. No. It was always safe to come back out. It's just because he was already planning on doing another tour or concert, not tour. Um. But it's just make sure that you take the proper precautions and you know what to look out for now, so that you can avoid this situation. There you go. Yeah, sounds about right. It just sucks that you got to go through some shit like that to be like, ooh, okay, so now I got to be on my security mm-hmm. a lot more, and I got to be on the staff a lot more, and I got to be on my fans a lot more to not be all rowdy and stuff like that. So, hey, you live and you learn in this world. Uh, and uh, briefly... Uh, in in local news, something something a little light, lighter because we talking about a lot of heavy shit. Um, Massachusetts woman faces uh, felony charges after releasing thousands of uh, bees <laughs> on deputies uh, serving eviction notice. That's funny. It, it's it's wild. Like you can't these cops, man. Like it's moments like this where I'm like, damn. They going through a lot. <laughs> like you, you got the whole world talking about defund the police, and it's moments like this. I'm like, do we really want to do that? Cause this, these fucking police officers are getting attacked by fucking like bees and insects and stuff like that because people are like, fuck that, thinking that they're freaking super villains, or some shit. So, uh, that's crazy. That's that's just crazy on that one. Uh. <laughs> Getting evicted. Oh my gosh. Struggles real out here. I, I, hey, I can't afford to live in the apartment I live in, but hey, I could afford to send some bees after you because I got it like that. That's 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 a uh, a weird situation to be in. Um, women uses uh use it um using women uses uh self checkout uh arrested after not scanning items. At Michigan Walmart. Let me tell you something about Walmart. They're getting to a very... Apparently, like, people are stealing from there as well. Heavily. Mm. I don't personally understand or know the value of the things that they're stealing um, at Walmart. But... Walmart gotten so strict with the self-checkout. Mind you, they're still doing it, even though they should probably cut down on that. But if you have like, uh, what's a good example? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. like when I went, went, went over there, like I had a stick of butter. Mm-hmm. I forgot to put it on there. Not that I was trying to fucking steal or whatever. I forgot to put it on there. I just scanned it and then tried to put it on the, the wear. And it wouldn't let me go through. It wouldn't let me process checkout. It wouldn't mm. let me. Matter of fact, it got it got bad to the point where they told me to take everything off the fucking the wear. 
and start scanning again just to make sure like and this is the system this is not like a a, a person coming hey like you gotta take everything out no the system's like hey remove all the items and put it back like they're really strict on these these checkout policies now like they they on it and it's it's crazy how Walmart got to this point and they're closing down this year and Thanksgiving too. Walmart Best Buy I think that's something that they recently started what unless they were always close Thanksgiving around Thanksgiving no I can't remember I I'm not really sure I don't think that was something that they were doing before but they for this year as well they're they're closing down th- on Thanksgiving Black Friday I don't know I I highly doubt that cuz that's that's where they make their bank bank. So I, I doubt that. But at least for Thanksgiving Day, that's cool. Workers come at fucking midnight after you done eating all that turkey and shit. Um these 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 situations are 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 coming from a place. I think it's not just a Walmart thing. I don't think it's just anything. I think it's coming from a place like, yo, the government refuses to even fucking call what we're in a recession. We're clearly in a fucking recession. People are out here starving. People are out here. Rent's going up, but nobody's pays going up to match the energy. Like, people are out here struggling. And, yo, I think this is a cry for... For help, like, yo, like, I, I'm going to get it how I can get it. Fuck that. Like, mm-hmm. if I could get away with a bar or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. people getting to that point. Do you, do you think we in a, a recession? Because the government is trying to shy away from that that saying, that phrase. Uh, Yeah, I, I guess we're in a recession. There's a... But recessions aren't recessions are just normal things that are supposed to happen. I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast or not, but it's like we gave away a bunch of money to um, Americans mm-hmm. uh, willy nilly. Just the PPP loans, which haven't been paid back. No, I didn't talk that. This, I had a friend. I had a conversation with a friend about stock market and why it's not bad time to buy. Um, or it's an okay. It's an okay time to buy. Truthfully, just make sure that it's never. You'll never know when it is a good or a bad time to buy. It's just pay attention to stocks and read the charts. Right. Um. But no, we. I was talking about how we gave away everybody for, because we were with COVID for about a year. So for about a year straight, people were getting unemployment on top of an additional, what is it, four hundred per kids? Yeah. And then it's like you know people who have a bunch of kids i know people who have like three kids i know people who have six kids it's like so those people are just getting every month around two thousand dollars you know what i mean and they're not Easy. like people who went to school got a great education and stuff like that and were able to just make that money you know off based off of a good job uh they're just getting this money from the government because of covid and then on top of that you had the two incidents that came from donald trump which crippled the economy the first being him shutting down the government for nearly a month mm-hmm. uh, caused panic, which led to people pulling their money out of the stock market. And we've never seen those low. We've never seen that low of a number coming from the Dow Jones to the point to where they had to stop trading so that people 
couldn't take their money out. They held people's money hostage to the point because of how low the numbers are going because Donald Trump has shut down the government. And then, and then you know, numbers are starting to get back up and we end up hitting COVID. And then they drop even lower than they were before. And it's just like trying to come back from that while also giving away a ton of money the repercussions are, they were, it was pretty clear. Like we knew, everybody was saying that, oh, the government's going to get their money back some way. Yeah. Um, and it, it. it wasn't even the government getting their money back. It's just people in general are getting their money back. The government might be increasing taxes, I think, might be the biggest thing on like businesses and stuff like that. But those businesses in turn to make up so that they don't drop below their uh, profit margins from last year are just increasing the prices. That's why everything costs so much. So yeah, it's a recession, but it's just like it's natural. We just came out of like a big disaster, so or a pandemic, if you will. So, I mean, it's it's to be expected. Yeah, we got a. I can't say we got to ride the wave, but got to fit. We got to change the game plan. We got to change our mindsets when it comes to making these choices because shit, it's going it's going definitely get worse before it get better. But that's a conversation for another time. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, we 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 personally don't like Jada on this podcast. Mm. And uh, Jada, <laughs> I think I think she is now going out her way to go for Will. Uh, recently, uh, Jada Pickett Smith says uh, Will and ex wife. Um, I don't want to say her name because those who know her name know her know her name. Uh, they go on trips together a lot when she's not around. But Jada felt the need to mention that on the Red Table Talk. Unprompted, nobody asked, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody. Like we'll do shit too, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Oh. I don't know who turns it on. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. It just Lord, like she <laughs> unprompted, like just mm-hmm. came out the cut. It was just like, huh, well, they go on trips together. I mean, I don't see nothing fucking wrong with that shit. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with that too. I, I like, did she? Is it just Will and her? Or is it Will, her, and Trey? Because then that's, that's right, then that's, that's something different, that's something you know? completely different. That um, man has a family with that person. That's right, but she's implying that they 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 definitely go one on one. I mean, cool. That's the that's his baby mama. I mean, right? He, you know, he gotta keep that healthy relationship before she asks for some child support or some type of bullshit. <laughs> I mean, you know that nigga is too old for her to be asking for some child support. Hey, but. You know, women are creative at finessing more money out of motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's what she's doing. I'm just saying, like, just keep a healthy relationship. You know what I'm saying? Right. You don't want to make that chick go south, you know? Uh, Jada, Jada, Jada. There ain't really much for me to say on Jada. It's just, this is the most random shit ever. She mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she... She mad. Like, I I hope this tell all whatever memoir she's planning on doing fucking, like, gives her some type of, like, closure. Hmm. Some peace of mind or some shit because it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how 
you know, just get a divorce. You don't believe in divorce. Will Smith didn't believe in divorce, but <clears throat> he ended up divorcing his first wife. Uh, she requested it. He ended up, you know, like, fuck it. Why not? You know, like, I don't want to do it, but hey, you want to do it, and I'm not going to keep somebody that that's doesn't want to be That's a relationship fair point. Cause I, that was something that I was also thinking was like, yeah, he kind of trapped her into, like, she can't get out of this because, right. you know, they don't believe in divorce. But then I thought about it. I was like, you know, he, div- he divorced his first wife. So pretty sure if she asked, he would do it. Do it, right. And just ask. Just do it. You know what I'm saying? If that's where you at. Because this right here is like... It's really leaning towards death do us part type vibes right now. Mm. And not in a positive way. <laughs> More like, yo, you gonna have to go or I go. <laughs> Cause she be she be a little she being a little too much right now, man. And I thought the red table talk was supposed to be about healing and and love, support, caring and all that stuff. Mm. But it's getting real bitter, petty. <laughs> and like malicious like it's just it's all these negative things that you're trying to put a positive spin on and it's not really healing isn't at all like it's not really healing at all and i i just wish i just wish at this point yo for some healing girl some healing i can't say love because for all we know will smith could be Trying to love her, but she just like fuck you, bro. Like I don't even want to be here no more. So we can't even go about that. But I just wish her some healing because this is this is getting ridiculous, man. Like, is she trying to outdo Kanye in the headlines? Like with some random shit, the shit done. Like, damn. But um, in surprising news, mm. <laughs> so uh, you know about sperm banks, right? Yeah. So. Black sperm um, is like in shortage right now at sperm banks. Like I did not know that there's such a high demand for black sperm. Yeah, at the bank, like it's not surprising. I'm actually a little bit surprised because you know th- this is this is giving like mix mm-hmm. mixed vibes. Like you don't want us, but yeah. Want to be us, you know, type of thing. You want the mixed babies. Yeah, they want the mixed babies. That's, it's yeah. it's crazy, and um, and the funny thing is, hashtag breed black on Twitter. Look it up. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll look it up after the show. Like they said, that I read this article about it, and they were saying that black men make up two percent of the the cryobanks. Mm. Only two percent. It's fucking small, and yet. That's everybody's like go to. That's their goal. That's where they're trying to go. Makes go, sense. you know, hunt for their shit. Um, if you want to give your kid the best possible outcome in life, probably throw a little bit of black in there. Shit, a little bit. I yeah. think they're going for the full on. Like, well, no, because you still want them to, you know, be not probably white passing, but mixed passing. passing you know right. what I mean? Uh, because one that enables them to, you know, fit into a group of minorities, which you know, do particularly well, and there's a lot of incentives to to help them out uh, when it comes to, like, colleges and sports like that. Right. Get that kid into a, a good school for education based off of they're, one, a minority, 
right? But they're not so much of a minority that they might change our way of life or our status quo. They're they're just black enough to where we can get the the tax write offs or the bonuses. So yeah, I would I would love to take your little half breed child into my prestigious academy, and two. Uh, they do really good at sports, man. I mean, look at, uh, we have a lot of athletes that are very, not, we have a lot of athletes that are known, that are mixed, that are, that do very well. It's our genetics. Yeah. You got the Ball Brothers, Mm -hmm. except for the one that stole the glasses from China, but the two Ball Brothers made it to the NBA. Yeah, man. Father said that they would, and, and they did, all three of them. Um, he actually has a fourth son that plays in the NBA from a different different uh, marriage, I think. Or, oh, really? Well, not well, a different. I don't know. It's like a so three know. out of four. Yeah. So no, no, four out of four are in the NBA. Oh, they are. Yeah. In the NBA. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's on that stuff. Um, but his other sons, it looks a little bit blacker. He doesn't doesn't look as uh, as light skinned. Yeah, as light skinned as his other sons. But they made it into the NBA. You got Tiger Woods. You got uh, Naomi Osaka. Um, who else is a mix? Oh, we got Blake Griffin. We got Steph Curry. D. Blake Blake. Yeah, uh, the list goes on. There's on. a whole bunch of mixed athletes that that do predominantly well in mm-hmm. in in uh, sports. You got the creative aspect of it. You have the bonuses for being a minority when it comes to getting into schools and colleges. Yeah. So many benefits, grants that you could get. So yeah, why not? Shit. Come up. Mm-hmm. So, so come up. Um, speaking of sports, uh, Tom Brady, uh, he cleared up rumors. Uh, he ain't fucking retiring anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So as far as his marriage goes, he's choosing the game over his marriage. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's, there ain't really much to say on that. He He's standing on that. Fuck family. Football for life. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, but... <laughs> It is crazy, but yeah, to him, he's just... Hey, man, I'm not... Hey, right. I guess you're the greatest of all time. Hopefully, you win another championship and you really? aren't just playing you basketball just, yeah, football just to, just to play, play football. To lose every year, but hey, look, my family's suffering because I'm not with them no more, but hey, I get to play football to not only not win anything... Yeah, I, unless unless he comes out winning championships, then, you know, right. I need him to win at least one. If you win at least one, then it's like, okay, I see it. I get it. Yeah, no, she was holding you back from a ring. But if you legitimately don't win anything, then nah, bro. It's, that was, what was it all for, man? Yeah, that's weird. It's weird. You have kids. The fuck? And they're not grown either. Yeah, they're still a little, like, I they're think teenagers. Six, yeah, yeah, like. He's what, got they're teenagers. Yeah, now? I think he's got teenagers. Oh shit! Well, like probably freshly right, teenagers. Exactly. Like fourteen, fifteen. Yep. Jesus. Hey man, I, I ain't gonna get into details on that one. I just. But uh. So uh. Yeah, his our, oldest son is fourteen. His oldest son? Oh, okay. Jesus. I remember seeing him in a commercial like five years ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. His son. Do you remember when they were doing like that interview on Tom Brady when it was like back when he would talk about doing the. Then everybody was like upset because he kissed his son on the lips in that oh, commercial. Yeah. Oh, that commercial, that, that boy looked like he was about seven. So I'm like, yeah. that commercial was like years ago. So yeah, I'm like, he has to be a teenager by now. And I'm right. There you go. It's 15. Shit. Or 14, sorry. 
Uh, so our uh, fair president, mm-hmm. which, by the way, I hope he doesn't run again. It just doesn't make sense for him to run, run again. He's fucking way too old. Like, probably gonna die any fucking moment. Uh, that's how old he is. So I hope he doesn't run in twenty twenty uh, twenty four. But um, the federal uh, appeals. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, the appeals court uh, temporary blocks on President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Mm-hmm. They shut that shit all the way fuck down as of right now. Uh, we're in that era. I noticed that we're in that, like, I don't want to say era, but I noticed that a lot more politicians are really trying to fight for voters, mm-hmm. you know, in any way possible. Um, I forgot... Which politician, but one politician recently came out with a sex tape. Uh, he did a partnership, yeah, with Pornhub to promote sex workers and sex positivity for his whole fucking Oh, campaign. it wasn't like a leaked sex no, tape. It was, no, it was okay. intentional. Okay. Yeah, they're they're trying to get their votes, voters to vote. That's and, cool. And vote for them, not just vote, just vote for them and stuff. Yeah. Um, hey, another sure. politician uh, had a whole... You know, ad and he was talking about if you don't vote for me, you're a crackhead, which was insulting. <laughs> but but politicians are going out their way to vote, and uh, unfortunately, like I've been looking at the lineup because I always vote. Um, I don't recognize any of these motherfuckers. And one thing I learned since Obama been in office, I'm not voting for you because you're black. I, I'm just not. That does not give you. A pass. That I, does not... I would definitely vote for another black man. That doesn't make any sense. Why would you vote for them? Because they're black? Yeah. So if they're, their morals align with Trump, you're just going to vote for him because they're no, black? No, because that's not a black dude. That's a, that's a guy who happens to be black. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Yeah, 100%. What are, you, are, you, are you upset with Obama? I'm not upset with Obama. I'm mm. just saying... I. I have made, I have, even, it's even hard for him to even, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to criticize him, but right. there's other people in office that I have voted for that are black that are not doing shit. I wrote for, I did actually vote for Biden because of fucking Kamala. Kamala Harris? Yeah. What's this bitch doing? Nothing. That was the, I, no. Nothing. I, I didn't vote for Kamala Harris because she's. One eighth. Kamala Harris don't look black. First of all, let's let's get that. We talking that. about? Yes, she does. Oh, she doesn't. Yes, sir. And oh, and it, it goes back to what you were just talking about with the sperm. Mm-hmm. You want to be black. You want to be light skinned but you don't want to be like yeah, that's white what, passing. That's you want to be kind of. That, yeah, and that's where that, she at. She's borderline white passing. Anyway, uh, on a bad day. Any anyway. Uh, Obama, you know, there was no denying that that man was black. You looked at him, he was like, "That's a black man." All but right, he's cool. still half white. Hmm? Yeah, he was still half white. Don't get me wrong, but he definitely was not white passing. Oh no, he definitely wasn't white passing. But I, I'm, I'm not going to waste. Barely light skin. I'm not. I'm not. When he came back with a tan. They were like, "Wait a minute." No, he doesn't. But my my whole thing is, it's it's not it, it's it's not wise to vote for somebody because there's. They're they're because their skin color, mm-hmm. despite the negative or positive bullshit that they're doing. I'm not gonna vote for. I'm not gonna not vote for a white candidate because oh they're white. Yeah, no. If they could, if they, if they, if my morals and their 
you know, policies align with mine, why not vote for them? You know, unfortunately, politicians are mostly fucking white, but the black ones that are in there are, are either for their, you know, in our be best re- interest they or tend no. to be Republican. Yeah, tend yeah. to be Republican, and it's either not in our best interest, yeah. uh, depending on where you align with that. And like I said, I voted for Biden because of Kamala, and I'm like, oh, she, but she was just there for the black vote. She was set up there for the black vote, and look how they have her in the office now. Like, don't do nothing, chill. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm and this is from outside looking in. I, I, I could be wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in that. I'm not in those rooms with her, but hey, look, nigga, they got you on cooking shows, like right. fucking trying out recipes and shit, and you're going on like tours where you're just waving and smiling. Like I'm like, I haven't even heard this girl give a speech. <laughs> like I'm like, yo, she is the definition of the token, the black token person. Like, hey, look, I'm white. Obama, I was Obama's man's. Now I'm running for president. I need a nigga to, you know, back me up on this fucking, you know, campaign trail. Oh, she's next up. Bet. Hillary dropped the fucking ball. I got I got her to, you know, pick it up at least. Bet. Say less. And everybody that mostly voted was like, yeah. She black. If she co-signing him, why why not us? And then we did that and look what happened now. Not much productive. For the people, since Biden been in office for what two years now, almost three, mm-hmm. nothing productive. All this nigga been doing is giving money to Ukraine. <laughs> and we can't. I know you said what you said last time, but it's just it's it's hard for me to look back. I'm like nigga, they ain't shit going on. Like we got enough of our own problems, and you worry about the motherfuckers over there. No offense to them. It's just like. We got we got some domestic shit we gotta kinda handle right now because we burning, but you got plenty of money to give to them over there. And it's like the whole I I like politics, but I don't like politics. I like the fact that it's 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 a it's a chessboard. I love playing chess. Hey, I do this, get you this. If you do this for me, I got you with this. But I also hate it because that's how people also get fucked over too. Hey, I'll give, I'll donate fifty fucking million dollars to your campaign, but you gotta pass this bill. And then if niggas don't pass the bill, then you got a problem. And it could get real bad for motherfuckers who don't keep their promises. So that's the part I don't like with it. And then those people that be bullshitting about the policies that they say they're gonna do, but they don't really do, and then people be upset. Because you don't know who's telling the truth, who's not. It's it get a little sticky, like that. But you know, just to bring it back to what we were talking about, just I'm not gonna vote for you just because you black man. You got you got you got to come up with some shit. You, you, you your resume gotta speak for itself. I can't just oh he a nigga, let's do it. Like <laughs> like I can't I can't I can no longer do that. Obama did his best and he left stressed. But Kamala, am I saying her name wrong? Kamala? Kamala Harris? Am Pretty I sure it's Kamala. Okay. I don't want to butcher lit, uh, the woman's name. It's either Kamala or Camilla. Right. I'm going to go with Kamala. But um, yeah, I, I, I can't vote for you for you to go to the office and not do nothing because then I'm going to feel pissed off and then that's going to discourage me to vote. And then that's how we get into this whole thing of, oh, we need people to vote. This is why shit ain't changing. Vote, vote, vote. And I encourage everybody to vote. Um, 
is that the only reason why you just vote that way? Is there a reason why you just vote black just because they black? Oh, uh, no, because I didn't vote for Biden because he had Kamala Harris as his running partner. Um, I actually didn't vote at all because I was like, I don't like either of the candidates. Um, I voted for Obama because of the idea of change. Mm-hmm was his big uh, speech. And by gosh, if he didn't provide change. Um, But yeah, no, just to vote for somebody because of their affiliation with black people is is definitely a dumb thing. But if I was to get another young black candidate, because Obama was what, 40-something when he... About, just uh, When he got into office. Because he he left around like 50, 60. And he ran for eight years. So yeah, somewhere somewhere in his forties, uh, he ran for president. That's who I want. I I don't want. It's it realistically it was race and age, because of how young he was. If he wasn't, if if he was like Trump's age, of the ripe old age of seventies, or Biden's age in the eighties. And then it's a different story. It's like, bro, what are you? Nah, bro, you're about to die. You don't have anything resembling close to what you know. What I what what my ideals are. And Obama, you know, being forty, it's like, cool. My parents are around that age, so yeah, cool. Why you're not? a little you're a little older than my. Uh, you're, you're like <laughs> seven years older than my mom, so I imagine that life isn't too different comparatively. Right. Um. Yeah, you grew up in Hawaii, but like. Yeah, sure. Still part of the United States. I imagine music, rap, and all that influenced you the same way. Same way, yep. You know what I mean? Um, and so there's, it's, it's like, there's a, so there's that aspect of black that leans into it along with age. So it wasn't just black, but it was also being black plus age. Mm. Yeah. Thinking that your ideals match up with somebody else's. But if he was an old black dude, I wouldn't really care. I mean, I originally... Um Back when Hillary was running and everything, I was running. Uh, I wanted to vote for Bernie, but uh, like, like, like you said, the whole age thing. I was like, "Damn, this nigga could die any fucking minute." Like, well, I, would, I would hate Bernie. To vote. Bernie was different because Bernie was been fighting since the beginning for right. uh, equality for uh, people of color. So it wouldn't. It would have been. It would. It's a little different there because it's just like I can trust you. Yeah, you was there getting hosed down with MLK. But we got, you think, we got but, the pictures to prove it, right? But do you, but do you think he would have survived the, the the presidency, like the whole fucking term? Because yeah, I think he was alive. old and stressed. He's still alive. He's stressed. Yeah. To the, he's still stressed. He's stressed, but there's something about that president stress. Like Obama had black hair when he went. He came out white. I mean, he just got older. <laughs> he came out white hair. The nigga came out fifty. Yeah, but he, could, he, he but came stressed. in looking forty. Came out looking fifty. It's not a change. everybody in their fifties have gray hair, bro. Mm-hmm. Not everybody. Not everybody. Not everybody. It's not everybody stressing out like that. But but in today's age, I believe it. But I don't think everybody's stressing like that for sure. But because my mom's starting to get up there, so yeah. But I don't see no gray hairs on her like that. But then again, I'm not looking she, at her she, too hard. She dyes her gray hairs. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> she probably don't. Want, she don't listen to podcasts. Don't matter. Right. <laughs> That's her fault. She listens. She know. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, but yeah, no. So yeah, I, I mean, that, that makes sense. People start to get gray hairs. I think I have a gray hair. The fuck are you stressing out, bro, bro? It's not about stress. It's just you get older. Nigga, you barely 30. You uh-huh. know, you're not even 30 yet, dog. Uh-huh. 
This nigga, this nigga I got like, one gray. I got one gray, man. So downhill. I'm like, bro, you you're not even pushing thirty yet, bro. <laughs> you all right. Huh? <laughs> I got one gray, so I, I'm not gonna equate that to being to being stressed. <laughs> I'm the most laid back person I know. Shit, it's happened. Um, In uh, other news, uh, parents uh, warn to check warn people to check on Halloween bags this holiday season. Um, yeah, we've been doing this shit since since I was a kid. Yeah, like people are fucked up. Um, I don't. Do you think if you ever have kids, would you let them actually trick or treat, or you just go out have you know get the candy and just hand it to them? Versus them walking around and... I think you do it at least like once or twice. Once or twice? Yeah. I remember going trick-or-treating. Yeah, worse. Yeah. I remember doing it too, but it's yeah. like... My, my my mom's had to like check the damn fucking bag like thoroughly. Like lay that bitch down, yeah. start going through them. And it's just like, damn, people are sick out here. Like, But um, <laughs> I was about to say... I would say you just find a community, you know what I mean? It's like... Those little cul-de-sacs that we see, the the, the this like a, a a nice neighborhood. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of like like probably in a lot of southern areas too. There's probably a lot more trick or treating that goes on. Up here in the city, it's a little different. Right. I think they trick or treat over here. Hmm? Well, I think they trick or treat over here in this area. Probably not this particular area, not but the area. next street over. Most likely, cause that that's a whole uh, cul de sac. Yeah, I would say yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They probably they, yeah, I don't they know they if they have definitely. kids, but yeah, they probably trick or treat. Um, Tell me, you living in like a little community like that? You don't have no fucking kids? Yeah, I, I was thinking something a bit bigger than bigger that. Bigger than that? Yeah, sure. that's like four houses. Dedham, four or five houses. Yeah, Dedham. I know they yeah, trick or treat for sure. Yeah, shit, for sure on that one. But just uh, be careful out there, folk. They get. Get a little crazy for sure. So, but um, we're gonna take a break from our current events. We're gonna get into our next segment of the show. Uh, hashtag Ask the Guys. Um, this is the part of the show where we answer any questions or comments or anything in between. If you're lucky, mm-hmm. use the hashtag Ask the Guys, and your comment or question might end up on the show. So, look out, and we'll you know, you might be lucky enough to see it on the show. So, let's get into it. How did we get to the point where women don't mm. need men and men back away from women who put money ahead of relationship? Man, age 30. Oof. We got to a state to where women don't need men after the, what should I face it, the, the uh, crack. There we go. 70s, right? 80s? Was crack in the 70s or the 80s? It was the 80s. 80s. So we had a whole generation of babies growing up without a dad. dad right. And a lot of women noticing that they could do it by themselves because they had no choice. And so now you had a lot of kids who grew up, myself included, without a father, even though I don't think it was a crack, I don't think it wasn't affected by the crack epidemic, but I'm pretty sure it set the trend um, in the 80s of just people not having fathers uh, around. Um, and then, 
you know, growing up and a lot more women did it. So therefore a lot more, like when a lot of people do something, it becomes popularized and, you know, it's probably a lot easier to deal because I'm pretty sure like the women that raised us grew up and saw their mom stick through their fathers, even though he had like family down the street or some shit. You know what I mean? Um, And so that's probably how we ended up getting there is just a lot of women realizing that they don't need a man to do this. And then so like you got to think about like at the time where they're really a whole bunch of good stand up dudes. You know what I mean? Like think about your boys. How many of them are real stand up dudes? How many of them are like got this shit together? How many of them can really hold down a supportive family? Mm-hmm. I can name like five on my hand. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I, not everybody can do that. I can't. Yeah, I can't do that. I'm not gonna put myself in that pedestal. On that pedestal, um, you feel me? So that's like a lot of women. Why? Why deal with that hassle? Because it feels like I'm gonna end up taking care of another kid. You know what I mean? If and the only thing that you're bringing in is money. Well, I'm making way. I can make way more money without you, and the kid is gonna turn out fine. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so that's how we got there with the women. As far as men, what, what was the other part? Men shying away from women who put money on the table? Yeah, men back away from women who put money ahead of a relationship. Oh, that kind of goes into my, my first part about, you know, just realizing that if you're not bringing in enough money, like if I'm making more money than you, then what value do you bring to me if I'm really just taking care of you plus a kid? And so it's just like a lot of men... Like we as men, like the average man in America makes thirty two thousand dollars a year, which is sad. Yeah, that's 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 crazy to me because I'm like, what? That's so goddamn low. Um, and it's funny, it's, it's because like I have a lot of friends who are younger than me. Uh, they're in their twenty threes. I'm twenty nine, so six. So yeah, six year age difference. So six year gap. Um, you know, they're around, they're in the 23, some are 24, some 25. Um, they all went to high school together. And so it's like, you know, they all met each other at different ages cause they were in band. Um, and so, uh, and then the, uh, one of them is like, you know, I'm trying to get this manager position at uh, a sporting store, Dick Sporting Goods. I'm just going to say it, uh, Dick Sporting Goods. And I'm going to make 65 a year. And I'm like, that can't be the cap. He's like, once I make 65, I'm good. And it's the just mo- like... The most average person that's living decent makes like 80K a year. Yeah. I'm like... like decent. That, I was like, that, that can't be that can't be it, though. It, like, right. there has to be more. Like, I was able to make 60... Well, I, I think I made about 65 working at my job where I, I, I all I had was a, a, high, a college degree. That's it. And I was just making 65. I was like, that's that's very easy. And knowing that I can make even more, even though I don't have a further, like I haven't furthered my education, but there's still opportunities. Like there's a job that I'm going for once I apply to this program that's going to pay me 65 starting. Yeah, but it just depends on your field too. Yeah, but that, yeah, that too. But that, that's not the only way to make money either. There's, no, no, there's, yeah, there's but that's because that because it's crazy because this new path isn't even my original path. It's just a different path that I was like, all right, well, that didn't really work out, or I'm not really after seeing it. I'm not really interested in it. Let me go something different. All right, well, here, try this, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Let me try this, and so it's like a different field entirely to where I'm traveling, and I'm like, okay. So that I mean, it's it's just lack of information, but like no, nah, but like get back to my point of just men not making enough money or settling for what they believe is a good job. It's like 
women are able to make more money. And it's not just like our OnlyFans or anything like that. Like just through work, hard work and determination. I always see girls around me, women around me working harder than the men around me. It's crazy. Like, yeah, you do hard work, but like you're content with what you're doing. You're doing like just the bare minimum. This job pays good. I just got to lift up these boxes, put them over here. Or I got to tile this roof, do this, that, and the third, and hustle and make like Like, not even, I don't want to say hustle. You about to break a chair. <laughs> you good? You, you, you all right? Because I was about to say, men who hustle, because the people that I was thinking about, like laying tile, construction workers and stuff like that, the people who work for themselves, they make a lot of money. It's because they hustle. They have that dog in them. They they just be going. But dudes who are just like, I got this, you know, job pays me sixty five a year. That's good money. That's okay money. Um, but um, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's it's interesting. Men are too complacent, and women just have like a weird drive or ambition to want more. And I think that's why a lot of women end up being unhappy in, in certain relationships or marriages because they want more. They see somebody else has, some, they see a woman who has more and they're like, damn, I wish my life was like that. It's just a, a drive in women to have more, but men, we just want peace. And so complacency is kind of within us. And some women don't like that, especially learning that they can do it on their own. They'd rather just not deal with us and do better. Well, I, I could say this from another Standpoint, yeah, because you were talking about yeah, you hit a lot. For a minute. You, you, no, but you still hit a lot of great points. Um, so I could say easily, as far as men shying away from women who put money first, is because look at the generation we're in. Men, women come off as men got to take care of everything, but they don't talk about what. They got to take care of what they got to do. It's always me, 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 transaction, transactional, you know, emotional things. Like, hey, you got to pay my bills if you want to deal with me. And it's like, hmm. am I looking for the, the, the trophy wife or am, or am I looking for a partnership in that aspect? So dudes don't, most, most dudes don't like a manly chick. That's gonna be focus, be money driven at first, and men don't like being used for their money. Yeah. No matter, even if they got it or don't got it, it's like they don't want to be used for their fucking bread. It's like that's a turnoff. Like, oh word, like oh, so I gotta be in this tax bracket to be fucking with your ass. But in reality, you're not even living in your tax bracket. You're trying to get a fucking booster, a booster seat to be. Living in the tax bracket that you want to live in, so that's that. That's why men shy away from from women when it comes to you know money driven relationships. But you have the other aspect too. How he mentioned about why women don't need men. Like you said, everything you said was like spot on. It came to a point. They started doing it on their own. They want. They don't want no fucking dude. I hate the I hate that women use the word need. I don't think mm. it's need. Yeah. It's cuz nobody needs another person. <laughs> you you can do it. You you it's clear to see that you can do it on right, your own. Right, clearly. Yeah. yeah. So it's about the companionship. Hey, I would like mm. a partner. I would like to do this with somebody. Um 
you're not seeking you 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 would you would want the relationship companionship type thing so maybe if we women strayed away from the word need because need feels like you can't do it like you can't do it or you don't need you don't you you don't need to be functioning you don't need to be functioning with this person to do what you need to do that you know you can do by yourself and it's like I right, relax like now we getting into a turf that just really mm we doing the most but as long as we have as long as everybody is look looking for transactional situations it's always going to be this moving forward um I'm still I'm dealing with this even dating like oh my man need to do this and my man need to do that and then Women get offended when you're like, oh, that's okay, cool, bet. So what what would you be doing in the meantime if I'm paying the bills right. and da Because I don't want to say gender roles because you'll be offended, but what are you doing since you're not doing nothing? You want me to pay everything, right? You want me to do everything. So what will you be doing? Oh, I'll be sucking your dick. Or I'll be cleaning dishes. I'm like, but that sounds like some women shit to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't that what you're supposed to do for your fucking partner? Like, I, I'm confused. Um, those are things to nurture your relationship versus things that you, you, sh- you should and need to be able to do for yourself before you get into any partnership. So I, I'm confused on why... That has to become something for some other person to do versus, oh, I can do this for myself. Hey, I like you. Let's, you know, let's combine all our things together and then just do these things together instead of instead of the mentality of, oh, you need to do what the fuck I could do for both of us. That just that baffles me. But Hmm. brother, say you. Listen, we gave you two different points. Um, do as you, you you will with that information, man. <laughs> we I know we load a lot on you on there. But dating is like a, a really unnecessary sticky place nowadays. Like the more and more I talk about, it, I'm just like What? <laughs> like I'm just like, really? Oh, I need my man to make me feel secured. I'm like, am I not doing that? Like so financially is the only way you can feel secured? Cause it just it's giving you need me, <laughs> but you but you preach that you don't need me, but it's giving that you need me because if you want me financially to take care of you, but we I'm gonna leave it at that I'm gonna leave it at that one. Um, so all right, uh, who you guys think is better at communicating, men or women? Woman age twenty five, men. Men are a hundred percent better at communicating. They're not good at showing their own feelings or expressing expressing uncomfortability, but they are a hundred percent able to communicate to you how they feel in the sense of just be like, "I'm tired or I'm hungry or I need uh, I need space or I need this. I just need I'm gonna go for a drive to clear my head. They're very clear. Men are very logical or very clear and cut to their 
decision on what they're trying to communicate. Yep. When it comes to women, it's like navigating a fucking minefield. <laughs> uh, because you don't know what could set them off or if you ask the wrong questions. It's it's, it's definitely men. men. Unnecessary mind game. For yeah, real. Men, men are definitely just straight to the point, which aids for better communication. If, and life would be so much more simpler if women communicated like men and just been like, I'm hungry, but I don't know what I want to eat. And it's like, okay, cool. I'll go through a list instead of me being like, instead of me having to watch a TikTok of a guy being like, I know what she wants. Or her being like, I'm not really, or, uh, hey, I'm going out. Do you want anything? And she says, no. You're like, all right, cool. But you automatically know that you have to buy something else in order to make it. It's the dumbest thing. It's the the dumbest thing in the world. But that's, again, it's so weird. And, you know, if you're that person who's kind of like listening at first and just being like, um, no, I do a great job at communicating. And, And you've been this person who's been like, I'm hungry, but I don't want to let you know I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to eat whatever little bit of food that you have instead of saying, hey, get me a small fry. But you bring me a small fry and I could be like, oh, you know me so well. No, I you, you're, you're terrible at communicating. <laughs> and so I have to make the inf- based off of past experiences of you doing shit because of how bad your communication is. I decided to prepare ahead of time so that you don't mess with my food because I communicated to you that I'm hungry and I don't want to eat half of my meal. Right. I want to eat all of it. I don't need to add anything to that. That's that's just right there. Or if I tell you things are fine as a man, best believe it's not coming up two weeks later. Hopefully, hopefully you're not upset with the the, the answer you got because I'm pretty sure you might be leaning towards women, but that's not what you got. So I'm not gonna make no assumptions. You could you could I'm, I inside am. too. You're right. I am. I'm speaking for myself on that mm-hmm. one, but. I don't need to add anything on that one. <laughs> but uh, why can't I want a man who has money and mm-hmm. takes care of me? Here mm-hmm. we go. We just talked about this. Men, You can. It's just... Hold on, man. There's still oh, more. Oh, yeah. Good, good. Uh, men make it seem like it's a problem to set standards. Mm-hmm. Woman age 21. She's young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There <laughs> we go. Okay. She's Gotta, love that. Gotta love that age of right. Matthew. Yeah, this dude. Is, <laughs> oh, so perfect. Uh, 21. Yeah, you haven't experienced the world yet, first of all. Um, standards. Yeah. Standards. I, I, I say you can set standards, but just understand that when, just like expectations, when it like we had talked about in the ABCs of a relationship, a lot of people aren't going to meet your expectations. That's why it's best not to go into a relationship with any expectations. Exactly. Standards are just a form of expectations. You want this person to meet the standard because you have this expectation of them. Um, and when they don't meet your expectations, you're just going to be upset. You're going to be mad rather than taking somebody as they are and then loving them or not even loving them, but just liking them for the quality traits that they have or things that made you smile. But instead, you're going to be too like, oh, he does this, 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 but he also does this. And that but sounds like that one trait that he has that's negative foreshadows every other positive trait that you like about him. Um, I don't know. That's just me. Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I, think you're, I think you're young as shit uh, to be fucking... My mindset at 21 is completely from different from my mindset at 23. I mean, you're still Same learning. You're still 26. growing. Yeah. You're, you're growing up in this era, unfortunately, so you got to kind of like weed out all the bullshit mm-hmm. as you get that older too. and whatnot. Um, somebody taking care of you is not standard, by the way. Um, 
if you want a partner that could financially be able to take care of themselves and 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 at some point be prepared to handle a family that's different um you're grown you're not that grown but i'm just saying you're grown in the sense of you need to be able to financially take care of yourself before thinking about in a relationship folks relationships are luxuries they're not they're not rights yeah it's not a requirement yeah it's these are luxury shit Buying a car is not a right. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking luxury. It's a luxury. You can live your life without it. <laughs> right? It's a, like, it, it, it's tough because it's like, a lot of people feel like a relationship, like, that's, that's that expectation of just mm-hmm. what you expect to be happening in a relationship because it's like, this is how it's supposed to go. No, this is a luxury. You, you have expectations of your car, but, you know, you also expect that. Your car might break down. Right. You also expect that uh, your car might run out of gas if mm-hmm. you don't put gas in it. You understand that you have to change the oil, get it clean, replace things. There's maintenance that goes into your car the same way that there's maintenance that goes into a relationship. Right. And so it's like, don't expect things to just be going a certain way. It's just like a car. You got to expect the unexpected. There's going to be accidents. that They're called accidents for a reason. You're not planning to you know get rear-ended t-boned or you end up hit somebody else it's these are these are just things that happen as a result of just existing with this luxury it's the, the price of this that comes with it's the price that comes with it mm-hmm. yeah yeah like um you mentioned Oh shit! I just lost my train of thought, mm. but um, mm. I'm pretty sure it'll come back later <laughs> at some point. But um, oh no, no, now I remember. See, you gotta let it go so it could come back. Right. So you mentioned, you meant, you mentioned. Uh, I forgot which episode it was, but you mentioned like relationships and dating are like generational, like. It's not all the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sixties mm. is different from yeah. the fucking 70s and, yeah. and so on and so forth. So we gotta evolve from the times and, and come up with our own I think a, I think a, system. A huge part of it is just information. You know what I mean? Uh people are becoming better judges of characters because there used to be those times to where girls would, you know, you go on a date or you'd be going steady with somebody, but you you didn't know that person from a hole in the wall until he like beat the shit out of you and you're like, Oh, this guy's actually abusive. So this is gonna be my life for the rest of my life. Got it. I'll try to learn to cope with this. You know, that was that was like those and and then you didn't really get out of that until somebody from the outside came in and gave you outside hope or you killed your husband, one of the two. Right. Um <laughs> like a Tyler Perry movie. Uh, right, right, right. But that's how it was back in like the 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 50s 60s i don't know about 70s was like a a woman empowerment time um yeah that's when they started mm -hmm. um that was when women could start having bank accounts um divorce yep stand stand alone but it was just because because of how cruel cruel that shit was uh but yeah no um so yeah it's 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 definitely so it's like you know, dating has definitely changed, but it's for the better because women are avoiding situations to where they they're in bad situations with like bad men. You know what I mean? I think it, they're more aware do you, about. Do things. you really think for the better in today's oh, society? Yeah. yeah, 
Because I think I think it's a lot of less hurt, a lot less time wasting. You know what I mean? Because it's like you. I'm, no, no, no. Women still wasting time. I mean, well, oh, let, let me. <laughs> sorry, a lot less hurt, a lot less avoiding from like trauma, trauma and shit yes. like that. Yeah, drama because people are like, because think about like the drama that comes with like baby mama drama and stuff like that. A lot of people who are like educated or enlightened, you don't even got to be like crazily educated, right. but like you have a cell phone and you're able to see or watch videos from other people who are giving you their takes on relationships and stuff. Mm-hmm. You learn what to do, what to look out for, what not to do. Nobody had that back in the day. All oh, that no, you had was like yep. gossip or back in the. So you cut you you had to be a judge a character for a man or a woman uh, in that case and try to pick who they were. But for the most part, it was just the facade that they gave you. At the beginning, you know, he's a he's a military man with a smile. But what you don't know is that he's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it's like, you, there's things that you, you'll never know, well, back then. But now it's like, we know what the signs are because we've seen them either on TV or via other people's real life media stuff. A lot more resources. Looking at like Cardi B and things like that. You know what I mean? So there's a lot more examples that are readily available to everybody. That it's like, oh, I should probably stay away from this individual. Yeah. Or let me take steps to avoid individuals like this. And so that's why I understand why dating spaces change. Because human interactions have changed too. Oh, yeah. That's that's true. For sure. Um, Be honest. Oh, boy. I don't like when sentences start like this. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. (laughs) What's really stopping you guys from being in relationships? Sometimes y'all speak as if women are too much or a problem for you guys. Oh. It's too easy for you guys to cut women off. Woman age 37. Oh, you got some you got some age to you. Um Shit. All right, cool. Uh let me not say that. <laughs> you like you like you 8 years older than me. Um but no, it's uh for me, I'm the problem. I already know that. I've, I'm pretty sure I've said that on the podcast a couple of times that I, I am the problem. Being 100% transparently honest, I'm just not a person who's willing to do the relationship stuff. You know what I mean? Because I've seen how much hard work it is, but I just don't know what the payout is for for me. Like, what do I get out of it as a man in a relationship? You know what I mean? I've 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 been I was recently in a relationship with a person to you know they were doing a whole bunch they were like you know cooking not cleaning though that was like a big one I was like how you gonna cook but not wash the dishes every time I cook I wash the dishes goddamn it <laughs> I live here so I, I definitely I like I'm the one washing the dishes and shit like that but no it's like you know that would cook they gave massages uh, they were very considerate and that's and that's huge and that was like it was nice but it was just like it did not weigh the the stuff that I had to do in return. You know what I mean? It's nice when somebody does it for you, but you can't just be the reciprocator the entire time. You also have to reciprocate that. And to reciprocate that, it takes a lot of energy. You know, it's like, rather than getting it done to me, I'd rather go back to when it was just me not getting it done to me at all. And I didn't have to do it back to anybody else. It's just easier, simpler. And that's really why I'm not in a relationship is just because it's, it's simpler. I don't have to do these things that I don't want to do that I'm already, you know, not doing. Mm-hmm. So it's just it just life stays consistent. It's a consistency. Like I said, men tend to get complacent. I the only t- thing I'm not complacent about is just success level. But I think that's because of the household that I grew up in, or you know my, my mom being who she is. And yep. so that's just things that were imparted upon me is just not being complacent with 
like how much money I'm making or success level. Yeah. But everything else in life, I'm like, I got a, I got a small house. Cool. That's but there's fine. a payout mm. with success. I think, like you said, like there ain't no payout <laughs> for doing these relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just got somebody who might make your life just a little bit easier. That's, that's it. It's not like... It's not. It's not. It's not anything crazy. It's just your life becomes just slightly easier, especially. But you both have to put in work in. So it's not like. So it's like. Let, let me put it this way. It's like your life becomes easier because somebody else is helping you out. But at the same time, there's more work that needs to be done that isn't. That isn't as demanding, but still demanding. So it's like, like I said, it's it's not it's not your life becomes easier automatically. No, your life becomes slightly easier because of somebody else is helping you out but there is they bring in the other so it's like somebody's helping you out so your life becomes easy but they also require work so it becomes slightly easier you still get the benefits of the easy but less so because of the maintenance that's required to do the relationship there you have it shit um for me (laughs) i could say what the 21 year old said um i have standards um my tolerance level is fucking low so if if it's something that I don't align and the only reason my tolerance level is low for two reasons I've been single for six years and then on top of that I know what I want so if you do not fit that criteria it's easy for me to just be like all right nope next move on um so that's why it's easy for me to cut somebody off I do want to be in a relationship, but it's it's like what Ty said about just like, all right, what is the payout? You know, what is the benefit? I'm putting all this energy into a person for them not to match it. And it's just, it's all these emotional transactions that the person's not meeting. So I'm just like, uh, I'm better off by myself. Like I was in a relationship. I was in a, I didn't want to call it a relationship. I was in a summer fling that ended over the summer because that's how long it was. It was literally lasted towards the, towards the summer. And with dealing with that individual, I knew I knew I wasn't the problem in it because I try to communicate, I try to do all those healthy things that people say like, oh, these are great things to do in a relationship. And it wouldn't budge because she just wasn't mature. Like, if I described the things that this woman was doing, you would swear I was dating an 18-year-old or somebody less, you know, younger than that because of their mentality didn't match their age. Oh, there are, Kelly. It didn't match their age. So, it's like, it's like, okay, where are the people that are mature enough to do these things, communicate, have healthy, you know, boundaries and, and, and respect, respect each other in in these, you know, situations. So if you're not doing that, then it's like, all right, there's no point. So I just been sticking to myself. Yes, I'm currently dating, but I'm not putting the energy to meet up, to spend money, to, Mm -hmm. cause it goes back to transactions. Everybody wants to do stuff and you got to be able to do this. And I'm like, what? What am I investing into? Because now I'm looking at women as investments, which I should have probably been doing before. What am I investing into? Am I 
Like, am I investing into you for you to be a headache, or am I investing into you to be a positive situation? Because if you're not a positive situation, before I make major investments, then there's no point in me furthering the situation. So I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't follow, I don't follow the the systematic, you know, societal standard when it comes to you know what women are you know putting upon men and the pressure of what men should be doing right now. I just be like, nope. You got to show me why I need to do that. I need to know why I'm going to be doing that before I start doing those things. But that's just where I'm at with it. And I don't think we are cutting them off easily. Easily, It's just Ty knows what he, he's doing. I know what I'm doing. The end. Like, it's not... We don't... We don't linger on uh, fuckery. Especially if there there is fuckery going on, we don't linger. We just we put two and two. Two plus two equals four. Okay, why? But why are you trying making it look like eight when it's two when it's four? And it's like we don't subscribe to that. So it's easy for us to just be like, all right, well I'm gonna let you figure that over there. We're, I'm gonna continue going over there, over here, and then leave me alone, and it'll just be easier. We'd rather have peace of mind than a headache, long term wise. So hopefully that answers your question. There you have it. So uh, there you have it. That's it for our segment. Um, we do four four comments or questions. Um, use the hashtag AskTheGuys. AskTheGuys. Um, comment or questions or situate uh, situa- uh, relationship advice that you guys want us to you know help you guys with. Uh, let us. Let us know, and if you're lucky, your question or your advice or your comment might be on the show. There you have it. Remember to use the hashtag, ask the guys. We always check the hashtags anywhere on social media. All right? So, is holding the pussy a sign of abuse in a relationship? Like she's withholding it? Yeah, she holding it. Oh, you ain't getting no pussy until blah, 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 blah. I don't think the word abuse is the yeah, right I don't, word. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count it as abuse. That's that's that's, that's yeah. It could that's, feel abusive, but I, I still yeah. wouldn't use that word. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, nah, I would never count it as abuse. Uh, that's an interesting one. Nah, it, it's just uh, her body, her choice. If that's the person that you chose to be in a relationship with, and if they're not supplying you with something, I think we've talked about this. Feel free to look somewhere else. You know what I mean, right. Or make your intentions known. And just be like, hey, I'm trying to... If you're going to be in a relationship yeah. and you're holding pussy, and this is my opinion, if you're in a relationship and you are using your body parts to command certain things of your partner, mm-hmm. that's not a relationship you need to be in. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's definitely one of those where it's like, if, the, if a person is doing that, then it's like make your intentions known. Like, hey... I got into a monogamous relationship with you because I thought that you could, you know, assist me in my uh, in my sexual desires, and I could assist you in whatever you needed. Blah blah blah. Um, and you're not living up to that, but I'm still doing my part. So, either meet me halfway. You know what I mean. Let's talk about why you're not in the mood. You know what I mean. What, what do I need to do? Um, 
some extra shit that I'm already doing. Uh, or I can go looking for it elsewhere because I think we need to then change this to an open relationship if you want to continue this. Right. Shit. There you have it, folks. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I'm just... Yeah, I'm not subscribing to any of that bullshit, man. Like, if we're committed to each other and I'm supposed to be allegedly the per- only person that you supposed to be smashing and you're telling me no or you're using it, you're weaponizing it, then I don't need to be here, man. Let me go Let me go fucking talk to Bridget down the street who's ready to pop it, then uh, I don't really got time for all that shit. Um, there you have it. Um, so have you, yeah, you don't be on Netflix like that, but, um, there's a show on Netflix called Love is Blind. Mm-hmm. So the premise of the show, right, is these people have two weeks. You don't get to see the person that you're I am familiar in. with the show. Oh, you're familiar with the show? Yeah. I'm, su- I'm really surprised that you're I haven't watched it, but I know of the show. Yeah. Yeah. But for those who don't know, so the premise of the show is you have two weeks to talk, do a pretty much a speed dating thing, but you never meet the person that you're speaking to. You're getting to know them. And then when you choose to marry them, and only then is when you finally get to see them physically. So there's a premise right there for you folks. But the reason I'm bringing this up is because season three has sparked... Something that I think we should have a conversation about on here because now I'm starting to notice with this season that the physical is starting to outweigh allegedly the emotional connections that they have with these folks because now they're seeing the people that they didn't choose in the pods and they're like second guessing their situation. Is that is that coming from a place of not not coming from a place? Let me I'm trying to find a way I'm gonna phrase this question. Is that is that love when somebody's able to alter alter your your decision like that? Because apparently you're choosing somebody in the pods that you haven't met mm-hmm. and saying that you love them, and then you're seeing the person you didn't choose, and you're like, oh, attraction wise, you're like, oh shit. Could have went there, and then that's making you question your whole thing. Like, is that? Can you even say you in love at that point anymore? I the well, I, my biggest issue with that is just like we are people who are attracted. We're humans in general are just visual creatures. We are attracted to things that we find attractive or things that we like. That's why we wear clothes that are fashionable. It's why we we have aesthetics. I don't even care if you're like somebody who's not really into fashion. You have like favorite colors and things that you that you're gravitated towards. You're a visual person. It's just the nature of having sight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, to to have that to to say that people are supposed to not just just love somebody based off of personality is weird because. I can never, because you'll never know if a person's just lying to you. You'll never know if a person is being 100% truthful. Like, you have to read body language. There's so much that goes into, like, actually figuring out who a person is when it comes to being attracted to them or 
in love with them. Um, it's not just the way they think or their personality. Like, and, and personality, and also personality isn't just words. Personality is expressions. Right. I can't see your expressions if I can't see you. Uh, it's movements. You know what I mean? I know people who are like, you know, there's that person that just saps all the energy from you. Well, is it because they're talking fast? Is it the cadence of their voice? Nah, they're always moving. There's so much to keep up with. And that's them talking with their hands, our mouth uh, going a mile a minute, eyes darting around, and I'm always needing to move. Like, I need to see that, and then I can be like, you're so much to read and take in all at once. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like for it to just be based off of voice alone. It's a cool. I mean, it's a, it's a cool idea or play on words of our our you know beauty's only skin deep. You know what I mean, type of thing. Um, but uh, to actually put it into practice, I'm not surprised that people are changing once they see who they picked. Yeah. Then I then I think it's safe to say that it's not love. Then you don't no. actually love the person. No fuck no. Cause this is this is a crazy concept. It's like, all right, you 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 bonded with somebody that you only had like verbal communication mm-hmm. with, and then now you're trying to add the physical sense with it, and you're just like, mm, I'm now way over there, and it's like, okay, it shows that hey, you need you need the whole 360 experience. You need physical attraction, emotional personality, all that shit. To form form this whole idea of, all right, I'm feeling this person and this is what love is, blah, 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 blah. Because you can't, you you apparently can't just, you can't move off of just not seeing that person. I know I'm a person that's about, uh, call me superficial, but I need to be attracted to you. I can't just be Mm -hmm. emotionally... And spiritually in tune with you, I need to be also physically attracted to you as well. So to say that love is only skin deep would probably be a stretch. But this show is starting to have me question. All right, do you guys even when y'all say y'all love each other, do y'all guys actually love each other, or is that just something you you? The idea in your head that you're feeling, or you think you're feeling, at some point, mm-hmm. because it does. Because the way they switching up when they seeing the people that they didn't choose is like, it's crazy. I'm like, but you said you love this person, though. But, but, but you starting to fumble your words and your explanations towards your partner is like, oh shit. Women are a lot different so they could emotionally, I think women can emotionally love somebody without, and and really mean it without seeing them physically and then when they see them, cool, that makes things better. I said Maybe. I think they can. <laughs> I think they can. Because the girls on the show, most of the girls on the show they're like, even though they see the other people that they didn't choose, mm-hmm. they're kind of set with their, they're kind of comfortable and set with they, they, they partners that they, they did choose versus the guys are like, oh shit, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, damn, uh, it's a little, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. And, excuse me. Bless you. Thank you. And it's like, oh shit, like, and I'm just like, it just questions every everything. It just questions everything for me 
when it comes to the whole formula of love, and I'm just like, yo, like, if you take one sense away, does that still, are you still able to use those words, feel those words, move within those words when you say you love somebody? If you take, if you take the physical sense, I can't see you, bitch, I'm blind. Can I still love you? Oh, I can see you, but I can't hear you. Can I still love you? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like if I take one of the, the key senses that for, formulate what love allegedly is supposed to be, can I still love you? Because this is a this is a this is an interesting experiment. I think it's a dope experiment in that type of sense because it's just like shit. It's not one thing when it comes to love. Apparently, it's not one thing, and you would hope it's one thing when you're. Life's never that simple, right? It's not. It's not that simple, and you're like, oh shit. Then you got this X, Y, and Z. It's it's a lot going on. It's like, whew. This is this is this is tough. I think I think you should watch it as far as the. Those type of questions, the the experiment side of it. Obviously, I know from knowing you, like it's not. It wouldn't be entertaining, and half that bullshit probably just might irritate you with the bullshit that they're going through. But as far as their mentality, the 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 interactions and the their mental headspace, it's like it's it's intriguing in a small way because it's like, oh shit. I thought it would be simpler if you just put them in one situation, but no, it's actually complicated when you start adding things in because they're they're slowly getting into they add they add they add things here and there as they progress. You choose you choose to propose, you see them, boom, you go to this place called the honeymoon phase where you get to spend time with the person you chose, and then after that. You get to meet the other motherfuckers that you didn't choose in the group. And then they're all interacting. And everybody's with their fiancés and everybody's interacting. And then, oh, okay. Now that's starting to rock the boat. Let's take it a step further. Let's go back to the real world and see how y'all interact. Let's put y'all back with y'all family, friends, and see if this is something that you really down to do. And this is something you're going for. Then it all leads up to... The wedding, the actual wedding, like, all right, are you really going to go for this? And you're not. Because last season when they did the follow-up, nobody survived. The people who chose their partners that actually went through with the wedding, they're not together no more. And only person that I know that is still together is, like, my favorite couple from the first season. They're still happily married. They've been married for, like, about three, four years now. Like they, But that's because they let the experiment actually... They ran through with the experiment. Like they, I think those experiments fully function if you actually truly let the process, you actually go through the process and trust the process versus, all right, I'm going to do it and I think it's going to work. Like I don't think this experiment would be good for me because I'm just like, from a logical standpoint, I'm just like, I can't fall in love with somebody that quick. And if I do, it's only because of circumstance. Because you're you're putting pressure on me to build a connection with this person. Fucking two weeks. You telling me you can fall in love with somebody in two weeks? In the right circumstance? Like, is that even possible? From a logical standpoint, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But, 
Wait, would you would you be able to do an experiment like that? <laughs> to do an experiment like, like that? that? Like Yeah, I'm down for the experience. Just try anything once. Sure. <laughs> I'll definitely watch that season mm. just to see what happens. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Knowing you, it wouldn't even be like, I love you. You'd be like, hey, look, man, I like your vibes. You want to get married? See how this goes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> just go by like that. It's like, hey, look. She's like, but you, do you love me, Ty? I won't say all that, but. Of a subjective. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you're like, like, right. Please something crazy. Right. It's like, uh, I'm not sure. But we're going to figure it out and whatnot. But I think I, I would be able to go on that show in the sense of, yeah, I could find somebody I could date, especially if I have a connection because there's some there's some couples that don't go to the altar but they're like no, let's continue dating let's continue dating let's let's see and build off of that versus going straight to a marriage and a financial situation and whatnot mm-hmm. which is uh interesting but um any closing thoughts hmm what's what's mm, not really nothing really stood out like crazy Everything was kind of the same. Kind of heavy today. Uh, we're, I guess we're in a recession. <laughs> Good closing thought. No, we are. We are legitimately in a recession, but, uh, you know, to some folks that may not be or not, you know, so some people may not feel like it, but a lot of people are struggling right now, but hey, there you have it. So, well, take us out. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been another exciting episode of The Guy's Corner, season two. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you learned something. Hope you're a better person because of this. Um, Yeah, at the end of the day, just remember that it's all love, peace, and whatever.